coming up. All of that adrenaline kicks in. And, and you know no one can see you up there. I was sat right in the middle of the royal family. Tweaking. I call it tweaking. Sounds like a really rubbish bungee jump. Oh, could you do a bit more voiceover than that? You have to recalibrate your head in a way. Bracketing somehow makes you concentrate. Skin-tight rubber cat suits. How do you say that? 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 Hello and welcome to today's episode of How Do You Say That, sponsored by BritishVoiceOver.co.uk. Let me introduce my co-host, Sam Boffin. Now, today's fun fact about Sam is that she had a green olive sandwich for breakfast today. That sounds horrific, Sam. Yes, I know. (laughs) It was actually really good. Uh, But Um, I don't know what possessed me to have a green olive sandwich, but a green olive sandwich I had. Anyway, and my co-host is Mark Rice, who was booked to do a live commercial where he had to hang upside down over a skip full of competition entries. But it all went horribly wrong. It did, yes. So I had the the, the crane attached to my feet and I was being winched up over the um, skip full of entries. And like there were like 10,000 paper entries. Sounds like a really rubbish bungee jump. Well, not only that, (laughs) but as I was being lifted up about, Mm. um, about 30 seconds before we went live for this live commercial on the radio, Mm. my back went. I pulled a muscle in my back and literally they came to me and I could not speak. And, it, and all, all you hear no, in, all no. you hear in the take is like, <gasps> and they pulled away from it quite quickly. But oh, it was just the most horrific moment. Well, hmm. well, that's a lovely. Yes, well, and of course, of course, we have a special guest. We do. Who this Hello. week is dun, da, 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 Trish Bertram. Hello, Trish. Hello. Hello, Hello, you two. It's very nice to be on. Thank you for asking. <laughs> oh, it's our absolute a pleasure. Can I just ask you a quick question? Because mm. I'm listening avidly here. So were you, were you being winched above the competition entries because they were yes. going to lower and you were going to pick one? Yes, pick they were going to lower ah. me into the skip to pick a winner that so was going to win a car. So what happened? <laughs> Nobody won. Yes. We went back to it an hour and a half later when the pain had subsided. (laughs) But I tell you, the the head of promotions saw her life flash in front of her because we don't think we had the right insurance. Oh, no. God, no. I mean, health and safety (laughs) on that. It was the 90s, though, you know. Yes, that's true. People just were terribly (laughs) irregular in the 90s. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Let me give you a bit of background about Trish, shall I? Uh, Trish started out as a theatre stage manager after training in stage management at drama school. She blagged her way onto TV continuity announcing in the early 1980s at LWT, and her only voice experience by that point had been front of house and backstage tannoy calls. (laughs) Indeed. it It led to voicing TV promos for LWT and ITV and the network uh, and then numerous channels. She got an agent and started doing corporates and documentaries and Trish stayed in live TV announcing until, as she says, it gave her up in 2008 after 26 years. Good for us because she started, and I like this technical term, she started Voice of Godding. Absolutely. So she did the Asian Games in Qatar, which led to London 2012, mm. yes. both the Olympics and the Paralympics. Amazing. That's cool. Yeah. And these days, quite frankly, she does anything and everything <laughs> from her home studio, but will happily leave the house to do vogging or voice of godding for various live events. Indeed. Uh, recently, by the way, you will have heard her voicing World War II in colour, Road to Victory on Netflix. Look it up if you haven't seen it. And Armada, the untold story on PBS. Get the plug in. Get the plug in. Do you- <laughs> So, Trish, do you have, I know you do, because it's very fun, what is your fun fact that you're prepared Uh, to share? 
Oh, well, this uh, this can be found on YouTube by Eagle Eyes. So, David Vickery, I think you both might have met mm-hmm. David. He is scheduled to be on the podcast in a few weeks' time, yes. Fantastic. Ooh. Well, David Vickery and I, back in the 90s, were asked by a producer we both knew. He'd been a promo producer and he'd got his big break making commercials. And one of his commercials was for Pete Tong, Essential Collection, <laughs> Summer 93, nice. you know, hot hits, blah, blah, blah. And he wanted us to parody um, QVC shopping presenters. Can I say that? Sorry. Well, you can, because, of course, that's my, uh, that's my other gig, shopping television. So, yeah, absolutely. Sorry. Anyway, so we went in and, and the, 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 the gag was that, that while we were doing this shopping presenting, it, what we were really doing on our time off was going raving in you know in 90s <laughs> clubs so they so they cut from the shop from us in the studio being frightfully frightfully shoppingy to us in skin tight rubber cat suits Ooh. gyrating around mm, wow. this, uh, in a it, with a whole load of other clubbers who've been hired and we had platform <laughs> shoes on can i say wearing skin tight rubber you cannot breathe i'm going to say i have no experience of full rubber suits you make up your own minds <laughs> well yes. my other half of the time said didn't why didn't you bring it home is it <laughs> nice. On to business. Let's have a look at our first script of the show and ask, how do you say that? How do you say that? Okay, ladies, this is something I've been working on this week. This is for a local council award ceremony, and it's not the bit where they go, the nominees are, but it's the video that comes just after that. So it's the video of the people that have been nominated. So it's still quite announcery, um, but it's not as strong as... The nominees for are is so it's um it's slightly lower than that. I warn you, and I warn the people that might try it at home as well. And this is how the script came. There is an extra word somewhere in the script that shouldn't be there, and I haven't taken it out because that's how the script arrived to me. Um, if you can spot it and leave it out, brilliant. But I'm going to ask Sam to go first. Ah, oh, lovely. <laughs> I, I know I'm going to leave it in, but I've got a sneaking suspicion it is part of the. <laughs> part of the sentence that made me laugh. So okay. anyway, right, let's go for it. <laughs> Emery Flati. Emery is a looked-after learner who has relocated from Afghanistan. His employer, Slabfill Builders, have been extremely impressed by his tenacious work ethic and application. He has demonstrated hand skills above his level of study and the college teaching team, who are already beginning to work with Emery, to prepare him for national competition standards next year. Emery's willingness to learn, his technical skills and ability alongside his work ethic make him an extremely strong candidate for Apprentice of the Year. Yeah, really good. You could, the audience, yeah, the, the, the audience absolutely. would absolutely be with you. They would understand where they're going with the ceremony at that point, wouldn't they? Absolutely. No, that was really good. Really good. You did really leave good. in. You left in the word that I took out. I don't know out. what the word is, you see. I don't know what the word is. <laughs> but you made sense of it, and that's the thing, because I could not make sense of this extra word, so I think you've done brilliantly. <laughs> now, Trish, oh, this no. should be absolutely in your, your um, wheelhouse, surely. Yeah. Well, let's see. Let's, let's see. see. <laughs> <laughs> this is like, okay, get into... Um, right, everyone's talking and clattering and drinking and this and that, and then I shout my head off and I go, Emery Flati. Emery is a looked-after learner who has relocated from Afghanistan. His employer, Slabfill Builders, have been extremely impressed by his tenacious work ethic and application. He has demonstrated hand skills above his level of study, and the college teaching team are already beginning to work with Emery to prepare him for national competition standards next year. Emery's willingness... 
Emery's willingness to learn his technical skills and ability alongside his work ethic make him an extremely strong candidate for Apprentice of the Year. Yeah, Woo, and every, go and, Emery! And, and absolutely, and everyone but applause. I did stumble. Yeah. I did stumble. Don't worry about that. But I think the added word is, I'm allowed to say. Yes, please do. Yes, And I the college it. teaching team are already. Yes, so, it's a so who. we take the who out. Yes, absolutely. And when you're doing these, do, you, uh, do either of you do these live? I'm sure you do. I have done them live. I haven't, yeah. you know, you know, I haven't since COVID done it live. I've done quite yeah, a few yeah. recorded yeah. ones, but not right. live ones since COVID. I've, I've done a few, but when, when you do them, I'm literally writing so much scrawl on my script, underlining yeah. and, and, and yep. so, you know, just yes. to not trip over. It's almost like hieroglyphics, you know. i tell you what I do to not trip over. I, I bracket mm. things. Yes. Bracketing somehow makes you concentrate. You know there's really something complicated coming up, so you've bracketed it. Yeah. No, I absolutely. think the interesting thing, while you're live at an award ceremony or something like that yeah. when you're doing things like that Trish there's normally quite loud music playing in the background yes. as well so if you needed to take an extra pause because yeah. you knew a particularly difficult sentence yes. was coming up That's the true. music would cover that wouldn't it Absolutely. And in mm. fact, if, if you're very lucky, you're sitting next to the sound guy. And he's <laughs> watching yes. Yeah, yes. At, at the back of the room or up on the wherever. And he's watching you. And he and you can almost look at each other. You get that synchronicity going where he'll ride yeah. the sound up when he sees you've taken a breath and all of that. And that's the satisfaction of, of doing that kind of work is it becomes part of a team thing. And I really love that. We asked Charles Nova a few weeks ago what his favourite Voice of God venue or gig had been. Do you have a favourite? Apart from um. the Olympics, obviously. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> well, uh, I've done a few Grosvenor House. I think Charles says he has as well. Yeah. And, and the reason they're nice is because we're up on, a, up on a second level. So a lot of places, a lot of the hotels, and uh, they shove you at the back of the room. And that's quite hard because you're in down amongst everyone and people are lurching past you and they're <laughs> sort of looking at you as they go by and, you know, <laughs> and all of that. Whereas if you're a bit up, up high, you really are kind of feeling like the voice of God and that, and that also informs your the way you do it I think too right absolutely and, and you know no one can see you up there and so yeah th- th- there's an element of performance as well isn't there when you're mm. live when you're, and, and I think all of that adrenaline kicks in yeah absolutely um, and it's it's I, I, yeah it's, it is very exciting when you're doing live stuff I did the Tesco Value Awards Ooh. a few years ago at oh, Madame that Tussauds. Must have been <laughs> that must have been fun. They were all real people. So they were all people that had done really well within the organisation. So that was lovely. It, it, it was at ground level people getting awards and that was lovely. But it was a massive kind of big thing at Madame Tussauds. And I was sat right in the middle of the royal oh, family. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Really, oh, so, so we were at the other end of the room. But So that was quite funny. Not the real royal family. Oh. The waxwork royal oh, the family. Wax. <laughs> I thought you were going to get a knighthood then. Sadly not. Sadly not. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that. Sh- shall I give you a quick rendition of how I actually yes. did it? Oh, yes. I okay. forgot. Yes. All right. Here we go. Emery Flati. Emery is a looked after learner who was relocated from Afghanistan. His employer, Slabfill Builders, have been extremely impressed by his tenacious work ethic and application. He has demonstrated hand skills above his level of study, and the college teaching team are already beginning to work with Emery to prepare him for national competition standards next year. Emery's willingness to learn, his technical skills and ability alongside his work ethic make him an extremely strong candidate for Apprentice of the Year. Wow, you... 
You gave Emery's title though when you get when you gave his name at the beginning that was more butch energy as we yeah. know you can deliver uh, well yeah i mean yeah. i bring my butch energy to these that days. was <laughs> that was big big emery yeah very good very good very good when i did that job the producer of it who was and from a lovely marketing agency the producer went i didn't write this script oh. <laughs> i didn't oh. write this script the client wrote this script <laughs> Change, change what you need to change. No, absolutely. And I think with Voice of God, people don't mind if you tweak them because it's got mm. to essentially be you. Otherwise, you're not going to feel comfortable doing it. So I yeah. think that's, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what I always... I remember seeing on, on, on one of our forums, I went, I went, <laughs> somebody <laughs> said, I've been given this script. Can I change it? And and, uh, and all of us who do it said, yes, do. You must. I, know, I always you say must. you must. No, you yeah. must because it's got yeah. to be... You've got to feel comfortable in that environment. Yeah, yeah. So. How do you say that? Apart from the fact that we we um, we change them, it is worth remembering that these are real scripts mm-hmm. that yes, we've yes. been working on, even yep. if we are changing them. Uh, and, tweaking, uh, I call it yes, tweaking. Tweaking, yeah. tweaking. Yeah. <laughs> right then, so we've got yeah. another script ahead of us, and mm-hmm. Trisha's brought a script. Where does this script yes. come from? Okay, it's uh, the reason I've brought it is because this is me out of my comfort zone, really. And so I was interested to see what you two thought about it. It's a games mm. trailer for a game oh. that launched. Now, Games World is kind of a world that I don't do too much of. So it was me having, a, you know, being asked a little mm. nibble of the games world yeah. here. Um, it's a games trailer promo for a big launch of a big game. And it, I had to do it. We did it as a hooked up session, you know, live session mm-hmm. from from me, a cubbyhole upstairs. And... Um, and I, I was trying to do a bit of acting and a bit of moodiness. And, and, mm. and, and as I don't have an acting background, that, that's the area of work where I really feel, gosh, am I any good at this? Is it going to be OK? So I was mm. interested to see what you two thought. So it's a promo for a game. Yeah. Now, I've done a few promos for games, mm. but I haven't done very many games. I've done a few yeah. small kind of um, independent characters for, mm-hmm. for independent games, but nothing big. But I have done a few promos, yeah. I've done a few games. I'm, I'm, I'm usually a killer nun Ooh. or, um, yes, I'm, I'm usually nasty. Ooh. Are you allowed to talk about the game that you're doing at the moment? No. No, nope. I'm not. not, not it has it, no, it's it's NDA. It's coming up soon, but it's um, but that so that's been fun. I look oh, wow. forward to the day when you can tell us about that because <laughs> it sounds amazing. You're you are you are, your background is acting, isn't it? You are an actor. It is and, yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. and so yeah. but 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 I actually. Um, actually, going back to something you said earlier, I I, I never thought that I would be the right kind of voice for games uh, because I don't play games mm-hmm. and um, and I kind of, I don't know, I didn't ever sort of think of myself in that area. Mm. But in fact, they, you know, it, it turns out people do need voices like mine in games, that kind of low sort of confident absolutely um, yeah uh, uh, mm. gravelly voice so um yeah, yeah so that so actually there's trish you need to get in there mate well, I've, right. I've, <laughs> I've been i've tried out for a couple but no one yeah, yeah. I've, it's imposter syndrome we all have it, it for is, some, some areas it. of it yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely that's very true <laughs> trish should we get sam <laughs> to do it first yeah because sam has okay. a beautiful voice she does well, we, yeah. shall see. we shall see okay right. <laughs> we thought we knew the world we were born into. We thought we understood the rules. What we know now is that everything can change. Traditions, nations, truths, nothing is safe in the turmoil between progress and destruction. Here in the streets we dream of tomorrow, as in hell They dream of heaven. 
So we look to you in power to harness this force and write the rules for this new world. What will you envision? What will you dream of? As tomorrow is racing towards us, what world will you build? Nice. Nice. Beautiful. They should yeah, have booked you. Nice. You did it. <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect. I imagined a very, very dark mm. theme music track yep. underneath that. It certainly did. They, did you they, get they the music it, track to work against? Not Trish? to work against, but they ah, sent right. it to me sort of in ah. advance and said, this is what we're going to be using. Okay. Right. Because for something like this, that must make a massive difference mm. to what mm. you deliver. Yeah, because I, when I used to work in telly promos years ago, we always mm. worked to music. And I've always said yes. that music, I mean, we know, don't we? Music drives, yep. Yep. completely informs your pace, your delivery, your style, yep. how it comes out. And it's like you become a member of the orchestra and you're melding into the yeah. whole sound of it. So it is hard, I think. What a beautiful way of putting it. Aww. It is. It's, it's, it's incredible. I was thinking actually the other day I, um, that, that the way that music scores are written when they they have kind of enmeshed into the music they inform the musicians how they need to play that particular selection of notes so depending on how it's written on the page depending on you know what what um information is within those notes it informs them and i wish we had something similar in in voiceover scripts it would be incredible it would however I think I'm going to approach it slightly different way to you, Sam, because when you started, I thought, oh, that's kind of how I thought I might do it in my head. So I'm going to try Mm -hmm. a different way. I think I'm going to try it more as a character that maybe could be from the game. Yes. Nice. Mm. Nice idea. Let's give it a try. We thought we knew the world we were born into. We thought we understood the rules. What we know now is that Everything can change. Traditions, nations, truths. Nothing is safe in the turmoil between progress and destruction. Here, in the streets, we dream of tomorrow, as in hell they dream of heaven. So we look to you in power to harness this force and write the rules for this new world. What will you envision? What will you dream of? As tomorrow is racing towards us, what world will you build? Whoa, mm. that had a real urgency about it. Absolutely. That was, yeah, I, I, mm. I actually different <laughs> really liked it. You know, yeah. in that, if I was a director and you offered that as well as that more traditional mm-hmm. read that I did, and it was yep. a more traditional read, mm-hmm. I, I might be tempted to, Ooh. you know what I mean? I, I might yeah. tempt to think, oh, to think again. You know, yep. there, there are different ways of... of of approaching it m- m- more than the big sort of drama one. And I figured as you'd done the big drama one, I thought I might, yeah, <laughs> yeah, might yeah. as well do something different. It wouldn't no, be totally, a bit dull if we totally. all did it the same way. <laughs> well, yeah. No, that, I thought that was really, inter- really yeah, interesting. Yeah, absolutely. No, absolutely. It's, 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 and also, it's, it's good. you see, this is it. It's versatility you chaps have. It's good to offer different styles to a producer What we've kind director. of thought about, uh, mm. Trish, over the last mm. few weeks is that actually when you do a read that's very different, yeah. if, you're, if your director then goes, oh no, can you do it straight? It just informs the other read. 
Yeah. So now, of course, we want to hear how you did it. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Your turn, Trish. I have to say, Sam got it spot on. So Ooh. I'm probably not going to sound very, very different. Oh, but you, I, I, you know, well, you got all the voice, rhythms. So. You got the rhythms of it. You got the mood of it. You got the gear changes. And I thought, oh, clever girl. They should have. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. So I'm trying to remember now how I did it. They they had me quite flat. I remember that. To, and, okay. Yes. And, uh, until it picked up further on. So we'll we'll have a go. We thought we knew the world we were born into. We thought we understood the rules. What we know now is that everything can change. Traditions, nations, truths. Nothing is safe in the turmoil between progress and destruction. Here in the streets we dream of tomorrow, as in hell they dream of heaven. So we look to you in power to harness this force and write the rules for this new world. What will you envision? What will you dream of? As tomorrow is racing towards us, what world will you build? Mm. Lovely. Yeah, but really it's not lovely. it's not very different to, to the way Sam did it. I think well, she got you got the mood of it and the right stuff, pace of I it. I suppose it's a, but what, uh, what I love about your voice is there's a real heft to your voice, which I think is is works so beautifully. That's with that. absolutely the right word as well. No, I absolutely agree. <laughs> but it's in a in the in a most fantastic way, you know, because mm. this sort of thing needs to cut through and it needs to land. And yeah, so I I think you're a great choice for it. <laughs> How do you say that? Hey, guess what we've reached in the point of the show now? Yay! It's the wild card section. (gasps) (gasps) We love a bit. We love love this. We love a bit of wild card. I haven't thought of my wild card this time. You you better get thinking then. Uh, Trish, we will get you to make a suggestion for Sam first, if that's okay. So we need which script you would like her to do and which style you would like her to do it in. I would like you to do, and I've just lost it. Hang on a second. <laughs> Let me find it. Where's my script? Oh, here we go. Here we go. Uh, I'd like you to do uh, the games trailer mm. in a really kind of flat, uninterested. <laughs> do, can you? Oh, Sam, Sam, can you not sound like a voiceover? Yeah. Oh, and we all get that direction from time to time, don't not we? Not like exactly. a voiceover. Exactly. Don't okay. we all get that? I know. So- do, oh, do, do we do we want just yeah? Could just flat and bored? Is that yeah, what you're flat, flat, flat and bored? Yeah. You know, like someone you know, like just somebody you bumped into down down at Tesco's. I don't know. I like to call it the <laughs> throwaway style. Yes. <laughs> oh, the throwaway style. So, okay, yeah. yeah. Okay, I'll try that. We thought we knew the world we were born into. We thought we understood the rules. We know now that it everything can change. Traditions, nations, truths, nothing's safe. In the turmoil between progress and destruction. Here in the streets, we dream of tomorrow, as in hell they dream of heaven. So we look to you in power to harness this force and write the rules for this new world. I mean, what, I mean, well, what are you going to envision? What are you going to dream of? I mean... Well, anyway, as tomorrow is racing towards us, what world will you build? That's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, that. You so know on talkback, they come back and go, oh, could you do a bit more voiceovery than that? <laughs> bit slower, love. Bit slower. <laughs> Let me ask you, what do, I always think, what do they actually mean? Okay, you've, you know, in, particularly in my case, I've got this foghorn of a voice, you know, and I talk like this anyway, as you yeah. now know. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, and you don't want me to sound like a voiceover. And I'm not projecting it unnecessarily. It's just how I talk. And I'm trying to say, oh, God, what do they mean? You know? 
Well, I suppose it is that. I mean, I, I, I would have definitely done it if I'd have been doing it as a proper take. I'd have done it a lot slower than that. Mm, but, mm, you know, mm. but... Um, that that would have been a good way of getting me out of the pattern and then I'd probably yeah. gone back to the start and done it again yeah. like in just to throw it and I suppose it is that it's just kind of yeah just just as if you're in a pub talking to a mate it's just a, oh, I think you did it brilliant that, what I'm saying is just generally when people say can you throw it away you know that's what I mean that's it makes you kind of feel oh alright then yeah if I must yeah. <laughs> but it is, it is a big thing isn't it I mean it is that thing of not sounding like a voiceover when they <laughs> whatever that may mean <laughs> But isn't it that isn't it that we are all geared up to believe that we are offering some sort of performance, some yeah. degree of performance? And yes. so when somebody says to you, "Can you not do that?" which is in fact what they're asking you, it, yeah. it's sort of it, it's you have to recalibrate your head in a way. And there are tricks you can use to mm. get yourself into it, as it were, so that they're, they're just kind of throwaway lines that, you know, so if you started off with, so what I wanted to say, I don't know, what I was coming down to say, see, the thing is, we thought we knew the world we were born into. Yeah, yeah. We clever, we clever. understood the rules. And, well, what we know now is everything can change, traditions and nation's truths, mm. nothing yeah. safe. in the. So I suppose you can go into it like that. Yeah. Yes. But, That's um, clever. I shall remember that. Trish, it's your turn to do a wild card. Mm. And I'm yeah. I'm gonna give you an out there kind of performance that I Ooh. think will fit your voice. Mm. I'm gonna say pantomime dame, ugly sister style. <gasps> oh my god. <laughs> Gosh. So wow. very over the top. You see, I'm not an actor and I immediately freak out and have a panic attack. You know? I know, but you but you are but you are very used to live audiences. So I'm going to say let's do the voice of God script. Let's do the Emery Flarty script. Uh, okay. but in that in that kind of panto style. <laughs> You've really got me now. Ooh. Emery is a looked-after learner who has relocated from Afghanistan. <laughs> his employer, Slabfield Builders, have been extremely impressed by his tenacious work ethic and application. He has demonstrated hand skills above his level of study, and the college teaching team are already beginning to work with Emery to prepare him for national competition standards next year. Oh, yes, he is. Oh, no, he is. <laughs> <laughs> Emery's willingness to learn, his technical skills and ability, alongside his work ethic, make him an extremely strong candidate for Apprentice of the Year. Love behind it. you. Love it. It's behind yeah. you. <laughs> that was really good, Trish. I've, I've only ever been to one pantomime. Really? <laughs> that was so good. That was really good. And oh. did you picture it in your mind? I was trying to imagine that I had all this corset padding on and yeah. and. Yeah. Massive, massive makeup and a stupid big wig and, and sort it, of, you know. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, I, I thought it was great. I yeah, me too. You, you were on a stage. That surprised <laughs> even me. Where did that come from? I'll put it on my oh. real loves. I'll put it on my <laughs> Sometimes, sometimes the wild card just unlocks something, doesn't it? And that's the brilliant thing about doing yeah. it. And thank Definitely. you for, for get, picking up the cue there. Thank you. <laughs> I knew you were because you're clever, both of you. Oh, now dear. I have to do one, but Ooh. I think, is Sam suggesting it for me? Are you, you suggesting do. it for me, yes, Sam, this week? Now, oh. Yeah, funny enough, it's not a million miles away. I think oh. that uh, what I'd like you to do is weave a spell. So like <laughs> you're weaving a spell now you can take that speller you can be big magician or you can be just a you know a little magician okay. a little a little a witchy okay. spell you can do whatever you like but i think we're going to do it for oh come in it would work with either script but let's do 
Let's do let's do Emery. Okay. Okay. As as yeah. a kind of weaving a spell. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Bring. Right. I have newt that kind of thing. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. Emery Flatty. Emery is a looked-after learner who was relocated from Afghanistan. His employer, Slabfill Builders, have been extremely <laughs> impressed by his tenacious work ethic and application. He has demonstrated hand skills above his level of study, and the college teaching team are already beginning to work with Emery to prepare him for national competition standards next year. Emery's willingness to learn, his technical skills and ability alongside his work ethic make him an extremely strong candidate for Apprentice of the Year. <laughs> Harry Potter, sign that man up. <laughs> ah, very good, very good, very good. I, uh, I had a good. cauldron in front of me in my mm. mind and a wand yes. in my hand. Yes, Aww. were you dropping things into it? I was. Just, it's like yes. ethic and ap- work I ethic and application. Yeah, very <laughs> That's good. That's the very interesting good. thing. How much visualization helps. It's an interesting thing. Yeah, it? it really yeah, does. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah, so, I mean, just for any kind of script, but particularly perhaps for those sort of things that are out of your comfort <laughs> yeah. zone. Oh, what fun! And of course, you listeners out there, we also want to hear your take on it. If you can do that. So we've put the scripts in the show notes. And if you'd like to have a try at one of them, send it in on an MP3 to podcast at britishvoiceover.co.uk. And we will pick maybe one or two to play in an upcoming episode. Yes, and if you've got any burning voiceover questions you'd like answers to, you can send your question for future episodes to podcast at britishvoiceover.co.uk. Well, our question of the week sounds a little bit prosaic after all the excitement, <laughs> to be honest, but it is an often considered question. Yeah. Um, so, how long after delivering a job do you invoice? Oh, good mm. question. So, Trish, how about you? So, you've done a job. When do you invoice? That day, next week, end of the month? What What do you do? I I never do it on the day, although I know people say you should. I was once told that a good time to invoice is Sunday evenings <laughs> because it, it's one of the first things that gets opened on a Monday morning. So, I tend to be a Sunday evening invoicer. That's that's a great top tip. A little top tip. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. How about you, Sam? Yeah, so I suppose mine depends, really. If it's somebody that I do stuff for every month or something, yep. um, then I probably just go, yeah, here's, here's, the normal, here's the normal load of old nonsense and here's the invoice <laughs> as well to go alongside it. But I, I usually wait until something's signed off, I'll be honest. Um, mm, sure. You know, I give them... Because I feel a bit, if it hasn't been signed off yet, there's nothing more annoying than being billed for it, is it? So, oh, no, I um, agree. That's true. Agree. That's true. I agree. So, so I tend to do that. I normally invoice at the end of the month for most things. Oh. If if I haven't worked with a client before, I insist and say it's my standard practice to bill up front. Mm. And, I w- and I won't deliver the audio until I've been paid if they're brand new for a first job. Uh, and that's all. That goes surprisingly. As soon as you have the balls to actually ask that, they all go, yeah, fine. I've never had the balls to do that. I've mm. never asked for money up front. Really? Yeah. I never have either. I'm too frightened. Yeah, yeah me too. <laughs> but I haven't had one person say no. 
Really? Yeah. If you, oh, if you actually ask them and you say, this is my policy because you're a new client, mm-hmm. boom. Well, <laughs> I, I think what I've done with brand new clients, and, and, and we all get that gut instinct sometimes, don't we? Yeah. Um, is I will sometimes chop the work in half. So I'll say, right. Right, I'm just sending you the first 10 minutes. If you like what you hear, if you've got any comments, and I'll, then I'll get on with this. But well, what I'm basically doing is you've got, you've got that bit if you want the rest, you know. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, yeah. Maybe, and then maybe come to an arrangement that way. Um, but Clever. Yes, get, get paid or get a down payment on, you know. All handy hints, of course. Absolutely. I've only once been caught out, I must admit. Once I, I, I wasn't paid. Yeah, and that, that's, it, that's the only time. And re- I should have changed my policy after that, but I still haven't changed it. It's annoying having to chase for payment, that's for sure. And then, and then, of course, we all think, oh, gosh, times are hard and all of that, and you feel guilty doing it. But, but we're all in the same boat. Absolutely. And we're all exactly. running ourselves as businesses. So, um, yeah, totally, totally. Trish, I have to say, it's been an absolute delight. Oh, and I loved, God, I loved your, your pantomime dame. It was absolutely oh. amazing. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Oh, Thank you for so asking lovely. me, both of you. Thank <laughs> a you. Pleasure. Reminder that Trish's details can be found in the show notes. And I will try and dig out one of those YouTube things and put that oh, in the show goodness. notes as well for you. You have to. I need to see it regardless. And we will, of course, also be putting today's scripts in the show notes so that you can have a read yourself. So do have a go and send it in to podcast at britishvoiceover.co.uk. We'd love to hear what you do with them. And of course, it's the same email address for your voiceover questions as well. Yes. So please like and subscribe to the podcast and tell everyone about it. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Okay, that's it for this week. But of course, we'll be back next week with more scripts and another voiceover guest. Are you ready for this bit, Trish? Are you going to join in with us? Go on. (laughs) When we'll be asking... How How do you you say say that? that? How do you say that? that?